Well, big cat, you know, I uh, I think I figured out what your problem was with the bakers. What is it? You changed up your uh, your house slipper game. Well, I was going to bring this up you, for you. You're not wearing those, and you have every night we've been in this house. I, I I think that is the problem. And you know the way you sit on the sofa, you're leaning over a little bit. You could be catching wafts off of those slippers, which looks like they got some wool insides. They're going to hold sweat, stank-ass feet, etc. more than them rubber flippy floppies you got. So I had the flip-flops, and I would wear the flip-flops in the house, and this is what I was going to bring up. So I said to you before we started, I said, do you have something for this cold open? I bought slippers for you to shut you up, and you just find a way to run your mouth even more even if I buy slippers to make you happy. Pro tip, John, since you hadn't picked up on this, most likely going to run my mouth no matter what. Oh, I know. So if you stick with the gold standard or whatever you want to call it, well, then you already know what I'm going to, you know, poke and make fun of. It's just consistently and, you know, over and over. But now I have, if you change it up and then I have to dig and look more, that, that's when you're going to run into trouble, bud. I mean... I got slippers for you. You should just take the low road here and say, yeah, I'm wearing these. He's going to make fun of them. Oh, well. Any woman who is listening knows that you will never be happy. My name is John Edwards, and with me is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. And Zeke, I want to make you happy. What's it going to take? <laughs> We're not even going there. It, it, there's a laundry list, yeah. probably about 30 pages long. And at least a strong percent of you, you, you can't do anyway, so... Yeah, I'm not going there. I am not. I don't care how much whiskey we drink. It will never happen. And I'm not just playing hard to get. But Zeke, it is a great night when we are together. I always enjoy spending time with you. Oh, how are you? You know, just another day in paradise. And, uh, you know, to kind of tip our hand a little bit, a little bit of excitement. This is, you know, obviously the first blind of 2020. Shit, might be the first blind since who knows when in 2019. Yeah. We kind of fell off there. You know, we cut our teeth on blinds. That's kind of what we're all about. I think we had a crazy 2019 with me building a house, being in an apartment, a whole bunch of stuff that was going on just in our personal lives. And with a blind, you really want to sit down and spend some time drinking each one. If someone's nice enough to send us a blind, we don't want to shortchange them. And speaking of someone who sent us a blind and we're going to shortchange them, our friend Blake sent us a blind like last January. And it's been sitting. If you guys send us anything, we never get rid of it. We're not... You I've, know. I've literally had this for well over a year. Yeah, we're, we're not doing anything here where you send us something and we're not ungrateful I mean, well, he's medicine hung out and he knows where can be dipshits at times. You gave him a half a bottle of Thomas H. Handy. So I think there was a half in that thing when I gave it to him. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. He was on like the very second show <laughs> yeah. of dad's drinking bourbon. 
and we were drinking Thomas H. Handy. He's like, I've never seen this bottle before. Funny enough, he goes home because he was just getting into whiskey at that point and then becomes like this super whiskey guy up in Michigan and gets all these bottles that you and I have no chance of getting whatsoever. But anyways, Blake sent us a blind and it's sitting here and we haven't had any yet. And sadly, and obviously it's our own damn fault, plain and simple, but not all of us can remember stuff for too long. Hell, I can't remember stuff from last week, but for the most part, he doesn't really remember what all these are. Which I feel awful. So I know you have an idea here. I'll, I'll throw mine out that just popped in my head of just simply take a pour of each one for the next few episodes. Say cheers, Blake. Sorry, we're dumbasses. We apologize and enjoy the pour and the friendship and keep moving. But if you, one of these turns out bad, we will cuss you. Yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those things where we just take a sip of it and we give our thoughts and we have no idea what it is. And you at home or in the car or at work have no idea what it is. We're never going to know what the answer is, but it's fun just to say we had it and fun to do something around it. Bourbon's involved. It can't be all bad. Cheers, Blake. Blake, we are going to start off with C because that was what was on the table in front of me. So you sent us ones. You did A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and this is C. When in doubt, Charlie out. Yeah, so when in doubt, Charlie out. That's where we're starting. Got me through school. It's hot, spicy. You keep getting that note. I'm going to give you some water and a blind with some food color. Man, it's hot and spicy. I don't know. Just not what I thought it was going to be. I just didn't get it. It's got chalky mouthfeel, hot and spicy. I'm not really getting a lot off of it. I've heard this before. Take a sip of the damn whiskey. What'd you get? Not, I mean, it's hot, but not like scaldy. No, it's not a scaldy hot, it's, but it's I hot. I think it's something young. It's really corn forward with a fair amount of barley in it. And it just hasn't had time to age. But I get that barley toward the back just a little bit, but it, it it's completely out of whack. It's still a no for me, Bob. The price is wrong. Now, whatever that is, I mean, I just think it, it, it hasn't set in wood long enough to be where it needs to be. I would agree with you on that. Now, before we get going on this other blind, I want to let you know today's show is sponsored by CastCartel.com, changing the industry standard and in how you get your alcohol. And the way they do that, they are like the Amazon of the spirits industry. So they get merchants together on their online platform. You can peruse through what is on there. If you want some whiskey, you want some rum, you want some scotch, you want some bourbon, tequila, mezcal, vodka, gin, whatever it is, CastCartel.com has it and they will ship it directly to your door like any online retailer some of the prices for some of the hard to get things may be a little bit more expensive than you would get if you were going retail in your local store or who knows your your local store could jack the prices up on you they're just the the middleman they're just the the ends to the means yeah correct they are and that's one of those places that if you want some of the harder to get stuff you might have to pay a little bit more but You know, all the stuff that you enjoy every day, your daily drinkers, even some of your harder to find daily drinkers are going to be at good prices at cascartel.com. Check them out. Also go to Cast Cartel on Instagram. They're always doing awesome giveaways to their followers and their fans. It's always a good time. Cascartel.com and Cast Cartel on Instagram. So Zeke, two things here. Uno. Our friend, and he's super active in the group, love having him around. He's he's big in the Provs Picks group too. Benjamin Abrams, he is a senior chief petty officer for the U.S. Navy. He sent us a blind. There are four whiskeys here. Thank you for everything you do in the Navy, and thank you for sending us a blind. It's a double thank you. Whammy. Is that the Uno and the Dose, or just the Uno? 
Well, there's an uno dose and a trace because he sent us a pick. And unlike you, I open these, I wait for you, and I share with you. He sent us an Eagle Rare pick that the U.S. Navy picked. How cool is that? Well, back to your one, two, three. I open them as well. <laughs> it's just twos where the line might get a little swerved because, you know, I might drink it before I see you. And but, then I'll tell you about it, though. You will tell me about it. So anybody who sends us stuff knows that Zeke will enjoy it. He'll drink it. He'll tell me how much he enjoyed it. He just won't share. Hey, if something comes to me on a Tuesday and we're not recording to a Friday and it's gone by Wednesday, like Forrest Gump said, shit happens, son. He didn't say shit, but he goes, it happens. Uh, we all knew what he meant. I love that because he goes, it happens. What does? Shit. <laughs> Sometimes. Have a nice day. But, you know, I think actually it, it's more of like, you know, me cheers or kudos to whoever sent that bottle. Because, I mean, if it's gone in two days, it was some damn good juice. But you couldn't take like a two ounce boss around and be like, hey, this was really good. I just want you to have a pour. Sometimes there's things you just want to tell your buddies how great it was. And what makes it even greater is the fact, you know, that they don't know. And won't experience it. Oh, man. I mean, you know. There are so many different places I could go here in my mind. And I'm not going to do that. We all bluffed in college plenty of times. (laughs) Then you've become Eskimo brothers and realize that guy was lying. (laughs) Wasn't good at all. (laughs) I tried not to become Eskimo brothers if possible. Just wasn't something I was getting into. I mean, it's just like this. You know, you didn't go back and exchange notes and, you know, tips here and there. What'd you get? What'd you pick up, et cetera? Whatever I did in college, I really tried not to quad city DJ it. Well, those things get you in trouble. Look yeah. at like, yeah, we're not going to name schools, but they've gotten some people in trouble. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're not going to name anything. This got dark very, very quick. <laughs> Your fault. <laughs> this poor, we're not even going to talk about it in the sense of notes, but we just want to take a sip of it, say cheers. Thank you for sending the Eagle Rare our way. And then we're going to get into the blind. What do you think? Sounds good to me. And cheers. Cheers, my good man. Cheers, Mr. Abrams. Thank you again very much, uh, not only for the bottle, but more importantly, your service, etc. And all I'll say is very simply, with Eagle Rare, picks are getting back in the marketplace. When you taste one, the first sip, you may not have a ton of notes to ever write down, but you immediately know, like, that's a good one, or, eh, this is a damn good one, son. 100% on that. He sent us four whiskeys in two ounce boss around. Thank you. We have an orange, a red, a green, and a no label. I think what we do is rank them first. Say which one you like the best, like normal. This is going. Do you remember how we used to do blinds? I do, and there was always some quirks to it. So in my mind, I was just trying to think of what's the most user friendly. So the most user friendly way is we just kind of rank it and say what we like the best. So that they know that we're not being biased once we know what the actual whiskey is. So we say which one we like the best, and then we will reveal what they were so that the people at home, at work, in the car can follow along and know what the whiskey is before we tell our notes on it. But you know that we wrote our notes down blind. Fair? You know, you could have told me this ahead of time, so I'd already done that. I was almost thinking, would you buy it or not? Like, without even knowing price, like, is this something I would want to have on my we bar? We can do that, too. We can do that, Just too. Just simple, like, would you put this on your bar or not? Do you know what a ranking would be? Do you have a ranking for them? Um, I can come up with something pretty well. I could easily come up with 
would I get have it on my bar or not? And obviously, you know, price could factor in there to a degree, but I just think in general, like, uh, it, yeah, if in the uh, you know theoretical world where cost doesn't matter, like, would I want this on the bar or not? Yeah, and it says when we do open, it says open this when you want to know what the samples are. Try the brown sample versus the eagle rare. So I guess he's not saying that's a no label. He's just saying try the no label one against the eagle rare. Do you want to do that one first then? You tell me which one you like the best. I put brown is one, red is two, orange is three, green is four. That's really funny because I think we're pretty dialed in on this one, except I had red as number one, the brown is number two. Orange is number three. Green is number four. I could see you getting excited for a red rocket. Keeping it on the bar. I think there are positives for the red, the brown, and the orange that I could find a reason to keep all three of those on the bar in some way, shape, or form. I'm not sure what the price was off the taste. If some of them were really high, I might reconsider that. The green was just the one that I'm like, yeah, I'm going to pass on this one. Really? I thought you might get into that. No. All right, well, let's the get... green? Well, let's, let's talk about the notes, and I can say, why well, I would have thought you'd get into it. What about you on whether or not you keep it in, in your bar? One I would have at the bar. That's the brown. Two was a maybe. Three and four, just not so much. I was torn on the orange. I'll not lie. I really liked the red and the brown. The orange was kind of touch and go, but, you know, we'll talk about that when we get into the notes. That being said, have the answers right here gonna open this up which i I have a surprise for you once you read these answers out or at least i think i do okay (laughs) that is funny you're gonna laugh even more when you see my notes i bet oh i love this so much i was torn on the orange I, i definitely would keep the orange in the bar but you liked the brown the best yep 2017 elmer t lee oh zeke stays consistent and just loves that Elmer. Even funnier is what I thought it was. I thought it was the Eagle Rare pick. He was just seeing if we'd notice we were drinking the same thing twice. Well, now I know why he says compare that against the... Like the, literally wrote down at the bottom, ER pick. <laughs> then the red Cooper Craft single barrel MGP, 13 years, 20 weeks, 60% corn, 36% rye, 4% barley. Hold on, what was red again, sorry? It's a Cooper Craft single barrel MGP. Not the Cooper's Craft from Brown Foreman? I mean, sorry. No, not not from Brown Foreman. So it's just a single barrel MGP that was picked by Westside Bourbon Connection, and it is Smitty's pick. So it's the high rye, it's the 36% rye. I'm surprised the 13 years, 20 weeks, that it wasn't super oaky for an MGP, but... That's 13 year MGP? That was 13 year MGP. That's interesting, but okay. We'll talk about the notes on that one. Uh, the orange was Cavalon Sherry Oak, 46% ABV, 92 proof. And then the green was Balvenie, batch number one, ton 1509, 47.1 ABV, 94.2 proof. So it was a scotch. Well, yeah. And then John and Zeke, I hope you guys enjoy these samples. I know the first two are not your usual, but the MGP is damn good for its age. The Eagle Rare is my pick. I hope you enjoy it. I sent the ETL with it because it is a mash build to Eagle Rare. I hope Zeke likes it. 
And literally, they taste the damn same to me almost. They do. And you love some uh, ETL. So this is just consistent. We have found this out over time that Zeke is just a bigger ETL fan that he likes. But Ben, thank you so much. This was a whole lot of fun. And I think let's talk about this. Why don't you just go through your tasting notes and, and talk about. Sure. I'll start at the top just because that makes the most sense to me. So this orange. is you are starting with orange. Orange. Which was the Cavalan Sherry Oak. Yeah. Nose-wise, I thought it was pretty barley forward. And then palate-wise, I put down that it was a malt whiskey, not too scotchy until the back end. I think that's a fair shout, and I've enjoyed the Cavalons. I mean, you know that we really like the T-Rex pick that was here in Nashville. I just said it's young. I kind of sense the youth in it. And I, I said, I think this is finished and it's high in barley, but not developed. I kind of felt like it needed a little bit more time in the barrel, but I liked the promise that was there. I've been a fan of the Sherry Oak in the past. This one, I just didn't feel like it was fully <clears throat> mature. I mean, the only Cavalan I really enjoyed was that Vinho finish or Vinho barrel, rather. Yeah, I, I like the ex-bourbon ones. There are some good Cavalons that I like. I, th I think it's you They're expensive as shit, though. They are. I'm just saying I like it. I'm not saying I'm going to go buy one. Yeah, but you like it because it's expensive or because it's good? Some of them are good. Some of them aren't. <laughs> I don't think you answered my question. but I, I don't like it because it's expensive or I like the good ones that are good. I don't like the bad ones that are bad. Like, did, did you, you know, want to get these new house shoes simply because they look a little more refined aged expensive than no those, i uh, wanted you to rubber, shut the hell up rubber doodads no i just wanted you to shut the hell up oh well that's never gonna happen i know i realize this you're like a friggin' dog I, I can't believe what three years into this maybe this will give him something not to talk about no this is four years into this buddy. <laughs> well it proved my point even more buddy Roe. anyways what did you get on the red red which turned out to be I'm wondering if Cooper Craft was like a private label or something. Yeah. I'm assuming. I mean, this surprised I could do it though, because isn't that the Brown Foreman thing? But oh well. 13 year MGP, I believe you said it was their high rye mash bill. It is the 36% rye. You list the proof? It doesn't overly matter, but just wondered. It doesn't have the proof on here, but we know it's probably going to be. I feel like there was a good amount of alcohol coming off yeah. of it. Um, the nose. It really seemed to me to be dried red apples, you know, almost like those snack things you can buy in the grocery or something, but literally just a, a dried red apple came off of it. And palate-wise, there was a, a big initial flash of sweet uh, right on the very tip of my tongue, kind of picked up more of that red apple theme, and then it, it just kind of went mute on me. I, I mean, there was a little bit of heat as it moved all the way, you know, from the front to the back of the tongue, but I didn't get a... a a bomb of flavors by any means. And for 13 years, I certainly didn't get any, uh, you know, oak, char, et cetera. If anything, if, I, if you told me it was MGP, I'd say, is this a light whiskey? I just kind of wrote down, and I didn't get too specific on this one. I just wrote, it's not too hot. It was everything. It was the Goldilocks. It was kind of in the middle for me, and it was just good. The color was noticeably darker on this one than the other whiskeys. When we had the the green one, I could tell that was a little bit lighter. And knowing that that's a Belvaney, that makes a whole lot of sense. 
even the the taste on this one, I was like, this is the most refined out of all of them in the sense that I could kind of tell it was more of an elder statesman. I just thought it was good. You know, I thought it was a good solid pour. No notes. I mean, no, no characteristics here. Apple's fine. Well, you can't steal mine. Oh, I just did. Sheesh. Kind of like how you felt about the Eagle Rare. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you got to have at least one redeeming quality. Imagine if you're like, you know, sitting around your boys and you're talking about some chick or something you saw and like you never give any description. Oh, man, just, you know, great looking. Yeah, great looking. Really refined. She's She looked well. People want the details, John. Sometimes I got to make them uh, want more. This one I just enjoyed. I really, you know, like (laughs) that's a beautiful thing with these blinds sometimes. Sometimes it's just, hey, I enjoyed it. What about the green? <laughs> uh, I laughed at that one myself, which this was the Balvini batch one. I don't even know what that means, but it's a scotch, which I did pick up on that pretty quick. Nose-wise, I just put down, hello, Pete. And then for palate, I will admit, especially as hard as the nose hit me on that with the you know the, the, the Pete and those scotch elements coming in, I thought the the profile and the palette was much, much more subdued, refined, you know, just less offensive almost to a degree, however you want to look at it. Put down, it was actually not as bad. The smoke is pretty mellow, but it lingers well. I mean, a good 10 seconds after I had that taste, I could still get it in the back. And uh, maybe that's, you know, one of those characteristics where scotch drinkers really enjoy that and that's why they like these things is that it does linger so well i mean off the top of my head i couldn't tell you too many bourbons that i would know would have that kind of finish and just lingering power i just wrote down i feel like you're over just like doodling or drawing notes or something or i love lamp <laughs> i love the lamp what'd you get on that one john i said it was sanitary on the nose like a hand sanitizer at the hospital I didn't get a whole lot of flavor on it. You didn't get that peat? I mean, I got peat, but that's, you know, a lot of people say with that peat, they get like a Band-Aid taste. It wasn't even the Band-Aid nose. It wasn't the Band-Aid taste. It was like a hand sanitizer for me. But whatever it was, it's all that peat in there almost comes to me like it's like a disinfecting solution. Man, by the time this we're, we're done here, we're going to have a... Big can of worms for me and Dr. Bob to dissect on what is going on with John's palate these days. Nobody knows Bob. You you mentioned this Bob guy. You need to like post a picture of him. Nah. Just, you know, sometimes mythical characters are better. And then for the taste, I said it tastes like it smells. I mean, I got a huge amount of peat. It's the peat that actually does that. <clears throat> if you understand scotch and no scotch, it's, you know, the peat that causes that kind of sanitary band-aid taste that's on there. Yeah, that's what I got for that one. Last but not least, what did you get on your no-label? For the no-label brown, however you want to look at it, which turned out to be Mr. Elmer T. Lee from 2017. At least that wasn't the year of the cork tank. The nose was faint to a degree, and I, I mean, I really smelled, felt like I was smelling butter. You know, especially with a kid, boy loves grilled cheeses, make quite a few of them at night. Literally, it's just like popping open butter before you put it on the bread. On the palate-wise, it was light at first. Some oak was in there, but by no means was it overbearing. And Some fruits really kind of shone up under that initial little bit of oak if you wanted to dive into it. I put down raspberry and cherry. All, all three of those notes for me, though, were 
were definitely almost like, uh, you know, a secondary or a tertiary. They, they didn't jump up at me and scream like, oh, you know, you'd really get this or this really strong. End of the day, a, a simple, easy pour that anybody in bourbon's going to enjoy as a drink. I mean, just the fact that there's nothing offensive about it. Yeah, and I got a bunch of fruit on everything. I got fruit on the nose. I got fruit on the palate. I know you're going to say, what specific fruit did you get? Hell, I don't know. I'm thinking you got fruit by the foot, and by the foot, I mean them new slippers. Probably. One day I'll make you happy. <laughs> no, you won't. No woman will ever make you happy with that attitude. <laughs> just want you to know that. They just got to be able to you know, take, take it and you throw it back. You so, can't, can't get offended by these things. It's going to happen regardless. There's so many places I could go there, and all of them are inappropriate about them giving it back to you. Well, I know you like that, but, you know. I can't. Oh, man. Senior moments. But th- th- there's definitely a, a, a part in, you know, one of the Jay and Silent Bobs. I can't think of the damn term. Snowball? Hey, there you go. You do like that. You want to hit in the head with this weak-ass weak baker's top that's still sitting down here? I left it. I haven't even taken it off the table since we did our last tasting. Might just throw the whole bottle. It'd be more effective. More surface area. Ben, thank you so much. This was a whole lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. We got to get back to the blinds more. No, I mean, even though you know, I put that scotch as fourth, it was much less offensive than quite a few that I've had, and especially as much as that nose crept up on me and uh, just kind of threw a little sucker punch. I was surprised that I could drink that socially and not, you know, make funny faces or or be my normal self and bitch about it. Is this a new Ziki for the times? No, I just, you know, I feel like as much as I harp on scotch and, you know, other things as well, that when something in that space somewhat impresses me for whatever reason or isn't overly as offensive, I should give it its due credit. I'm just, you know, trying to do my part and not seem prejudiced here. Well, speaking of doing our part, come see us on March 28th at Whiskey Warmer in West Haven in Franklin, Tennessee. All of our glassware was provided by distilleryproducts.com. Janie, Vicki, Carson, all the folks over there at distilleryproducts.com, we love working with you. We love the fact that you guys deliver laser-etched glassware at awesome wholesale prices in North America. You guys are the only place where we can get the neat glass wholesale you have Glen Cairns, you have Wee Glen Cairns, you have Tipsy Rocks glasses, you have regular Rocks glasses, you have the Tua glass, flask decanters, whatever it is. Go see our friends at distilleryproducts.com. If you want me to hook you up with them, I'm happy to do so. Slide into my DMs. Zeke, the folks have found us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Find us wherever you download your podcast, whatever it is, we are happy that you are listening. Leave us an open and honest review like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink. Thank you again, Ben, for this blind. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Good old Nashville, Tennessee. And, you know, be careful sliding into John's DMs. You might catch him sliding around these new fancy houseware. Cheers. Ciao. Ciao.